Now, today is a huge day for Sarah Ryan and her family. Sarah, who hails from Quilty, today reaches the massive milestone of her 100th birthday, which means she is almost as old as the Irish state. Given Sarah has 13 children and a large number of grandchildren, great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren, and the Ryan family has close to 100 members, there should be plenty of people around today to help blow out the candles on her cake. I made the trip to Sarah's home in Quilty to catch up with her and some of her family members ahead of the big day. That's yourself. How could I be hundreds? Hello, I'm Declan Wilkes. I am from London and I'm one of 46 grandchildren gathering here in the west of Ireland to celebrate my grandmother's 100th birthday. Two impressive numbers to start with, 46 and 100. Can you believe your grandmother Sarah Ryan is 100 years old on Monday? It's astonishing, isn't it? The sheer numbers to reel off in terms of great-grandchildren and cousins and second cousins have spread all out of pretty much one living link to, to history is, uh, is is something to behold. As we kind of inch closer to it, you don't want to think overthink it and tempt fate. And uh, especially with the last three, four years or so, we've had, uh, we've just wanted to get to this moment uh, of gathering and celebration. It's inspiring, and um, none of us can still quite believe it. I mean, to even think about it for a second, Sarah is nearly as old as the Irish state. Yes, um, it's, it's, it's been something else, thinking in the last few years, as Ireland has celebrated all its uh, various in, um, centuries of, um, of big historical moments. Um, we have one with us uh, that can kind of talk to it and link it um, and give voice to, to all those um, pertinent moments in, in history. When you look at um, any kind of documentary and you, you see people alive and walking and talking uh, in their time, uh, I think my nan was amongst them and she can be with us today and, and uh, talk to that. You are one of her 46 grandchildren. She had 13 children, so which of her children is your parent? <laughs> uh, so I think uh, my mother is in the middle. Um, the eldest, um, who is 77, I think the youngest has just turned 50. Uh, so my mum's uh, 73, and uh, she's a, a full-time carer of my nan, and uh, also her uh, sister, Kathleen, uh, who lives with her as well. It's hard to place yourself in such a, a, a large grouping. You've almost got generations within generations. Mm. Uh, my, my cousin is almost 55, I'm almost 40, and the, the youngest grandchild uh, is uh, just entering their late 20s. Um, so the, the information and the, the points of life and the, the kids that we're having, we're exchanging stories with each other, uh, all kind of come back to this one person, um, this one home uh, that we all come to and gather to, and, um, and it's going to be a special moment. Can you give us a little bit of a sense of your grandmother's life story? So she's born in 1923 here in Quilty. Did she stay here? I know she spent time as a nurse during World War II. Did she emigrate to London for a period? Or? My nan has, has very much been a, a home bird. She went to uh, the UK during the, the, the war and uh, she served in London and uh, her husband Paddy uh, served in Falmouth, Cornwall um, in the Merchant Navy. They came back and they raised a family straight away. Um, it was always fun growing up it was hearing the stories of how my grandmother was permanently pregnant. Uh, <laughs> there were Irish tw there were twins all over the place, basically. And, um, and uh, we always said to her, like, Nan, like, did you not have a break? Did you, uh, did you not feel like you needed to take it easy for a moment? But she, she shook her head and said, 
I, I, I couldn't say no to her family. That family just grew, and her, her brothers and sisters had huge families as well that immigrated to America, Australia, the UK, and uh, all over bits of Europe as well. But uh, my grandmother's been deeply rooted in this community and her children as well for, for decades, and, and now we could say a century. So she came back here, raised a family. Was she always a mother and Paddy? I know he had a part to play in bringing electricity to, to the west of Ireland in the 50s and 60s. Yes, uh, so her, her partner um, worked on uh, the ESB substation out near uh, Spanish Point, uh, bringing electricity to the west in the, in the 50s and 60s. My grandmother was... Uh, pretty much essentially a mother, a carer for her, her entire life. And that continued um, after uh, her children. Uh, she had her grandchildren. Um, I think there was one point actually where her eldest daughter was pregnant in her first and my grandmother was pregnant with her last. So there was so much overlapping. Um, and it's so hard for us as grandchildren to kind of wrap our heads around this kind of intergenerational uh, soup that was kind of swirling around our family. And to be like, we were very confused. You know, we'd have maybe three Pauls and five Shawns, um, and no one got too creative with their namings. Uh, so <laughs> even now, kind of mapping the history and the and the, and, uh, the family tree, um, it, it requires several historians to try and untangle all of that. Wow, I can just imagine an episode of Who Do You Think You Are with you, Declan. It would be a, a six-part special, I think, <laughs> given there's 13 children, 46 grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren. How far did the family net spread around the world? Uh, so, yes, uh, our family has gone as far as west as Alaska, um, many to Australia um, a few years ago. Uh, they met people they've had kids they, they've had that experience that comes back into the fold of the whole family story uh, many of us in in london the uk um and even dotted around europe as well um finland um and and um a further afield um so like from this small little village you know two people met uh, they went to war they came back they raised a family that family got bigger and bigger and it's just exponential, uh, the thought of it. Well, we all came from somewhere, we, we know that, but there was a visual kind of living, breathing representation of, of history of 100 years, of all of those lives and experiences intertwining and learning things off each other as well. And so when we come together and we, we share stories and we catch up, it's, it's, it's something else. Um, we've had our weddings, we've had our, our 90th, uh, but this is is something different. I mean, I've just had my my second child, and um, that, to think that that's her, she has a nan, she has a great nan. They can sit on each other's laps. We can get that photo, have those memories. We're very very lucky. So just to finish then, Declan, uh, Monday, how much of an occasion, how much of a fuss will be made of Sarah? And I hope you're going to avoid a fire hazard by not using 100 candles. <laughs> I think uh, we've got a few safety wardens on board for that. It's uh, it's 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 we're not quite sure how it's going to go really we just know that everyone that cares will be there um and those that can't will will be there in, in shape or form uh it it will be the real chance to just take stock and discuss the good times and how lucky we are uh, just to have her with us bringing us all together My name's Kathy Ryan, and I am here with my mum, OK? 
Can you believe, Kathleen, that your, your mum is 100 years old on Monday? I just can't believe at her age, 100, 100 years old. I just could not believe it. Even for you and all your brothers and sisters, to still have her around must be fantastic. It is fantastic we have her around us, looking after her. My sister Rita is her care and my care, and we look after to her every morning and every night to get her ready for bed. What was life like growing up with your mum? What was she like as a mother? She was a wonderful mum to us, looking after her babies, get her ready for school in the morning, get her ready for bed at night time. Having so many brothers and sisters, it must have been a, a busy house. It was a very, very busy house. <laughs> uh, Mum had 13 of us. Where did you come in the, in the order of children? Were you amongst the oldest or the youngest? Um, I'm the sixth youngest. And Mary is the seventh. And, and Paul is the, is the nine, eight youngest. Paul, my brother, he's the nine youngest. Mummy had nine of us at home. What do you do now? Well, I'm helping here with, with Risha. I have a week off this week because Mum's special day. And I was up early this morning look after Mum. She, she's OK, thank God. Yeah, everything is fantastic. It's going to be a big birthday cake for her and uh, we are looking forward to, to all my family home coming home today and tomorrow. They're all coming home. Sarah's eldest son, 13 of us all together in family. One sadly died when he was 16, our youngest brother, Declan, he got killed in a car accident. But uh, all the rest, all 12 are good, fit, and all will be healed this time to celebrate Mam's 100th birthday, which is uh, an unbelievable achievement, I suppose, in this day and age. It really is. You're 77. On her birthday. On her birthday. It's your birthday as well. All the attention is going to be focused on her. You're not, you're not yeah, jealous that she... I'm just a sideshow. <laughs> your birthday is the sideshow. <laughs> That's about it, yeah. But I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'd say you'd gladly be the sideshow to ha- still have your mother around. It must be amazing. It is, absolutely. Just incredible, really, that she's, she's uh, happy, happy out. But I've got a great sister in Rita. She's a fantastic person. No, my, my sister Kathleen, who lives here with her, and uh, another sister, Martina, are very good as well. But Rita, they see her fantastically looking after my old mother. She wouldn't be still living here only for that, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, a momentous number of years, really. She's lived in this house. Uh, it's been our family home for 72 years. Yeah. 1951, we moved here. There was four of us in it then. We lived with our grandmother, who was uh, uh, widowed at that time in the village, where Mam was born, actually, in the same house. So we lived with our grandmother before we moved over here. And uh, Mam wasn't best pleased when she came over here because we had no light, no electricity. But she had in the village electricity when she came, even though we're only a quarter of a mile from the village. Right? At least your dad helped sort that out in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, we were here three or four years, I suppose, uh, before 
electricity camp. But my dad actually was in the installation of the electricity in the village. He was only, I think, 21 years of age. But that's all he was when he got married anyway, 21. And uh, he was in that first. And he, he, his whole, most of his career was with DSP actually, mm. a local power station here. He retired from there after doing 40 or so or something like that, like, you know. I have to ask, John Joe, it's a cosy home here, but I'm trying to picture a mother, a father and 13 children living here and I don't know, were there bunk beds up on the roof of the house or how how, how did you all fit in? Oh, as soon as we were old enough, we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> we had no choice in the matter. Out with the old, in with the new. That's about it. No, I, I led... Uh, I, actually, my sister Anne went to, at 17, went to London. I, I followed shortly after. I was 18 when I went. And eight of us ended up in, in London, actually, eight of the family. The last four had an uh, easy time here at home. <laughs> the family net has been spread far and wide around the world. While eight of you went to London, it goes much further around the globe than that. It does, yeah. Yeah, all over. I've, I've, we have relations in America. We have someone... Uh, my, I have a brother in Cork who was... Uh, he was in the Navy, his whole career in the Navy, he retired uh, two years ago. Others in Aberdeen as well, in Scotland, uh, Northampton, in England, in England as well. So we're spread far and wide. But there's a whole pile of doors going to be here, uh, here for Mams, 100 like. And uh, obviously they won't be all staying here. <laughs> they're, they're all over the locality. Yeah. How does your mum feel about turning 100, about the occasion, and just about having her life in general, having lived so long and, you know, still having lots of her kids around and, you know, you're in your late 70s. She takes it on stride. She, she, she has so many people coming in and out anyway because a lot of us live locally and children and grandchildren and all the rest of it. So there's always somebody coming in and out of this house every day, every hour of the day. <laughs> so she doesn't take any great notice, you know. She loves television, absolutely loves television. Yeah. She loves uh, mass. is one big thing. You better be quiet if mass is on TV, like, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and Paul O'Grady, dogs, absolutely. Willie Clancy Week, if that's on, that's replayed several yeah. times as well, like, you know. She's happy out, really, like, you know, yeah. after a long. And anybody that has lived that length of time from their age, life hadn't been easy, like, you know, it's been especially around 13 children as well. And the, the Ireland she was born into is so different sure, from the Ireland of 2023. Absolutely, yeah, so many changes in all that time. She's gone along because of all the young people coming all the time to the house. Mm. She has gone along with them and put them away there, you know, to the new generation. Uh, she has just kind of fitted in, like, it's amazing. <laughs> for a person that age, like, you know. It's a strange thing how mum and dad met as well, because they only lived about a mile from each other and um, went to the same school, but mum was a year older than dad, a year and a bit older than dad. Mm. And uh, they were both in London during the war. I, oh, no, she was in uh, Birmingham, actually, a trainee nurse in Birmingham, and dad was working in London. But they were both home for Christmas, and they met at Mass at Christmas time. And he asked somebody who she was, and then met her, put her afterwards. They were married four months later. Whirlwind romance. Absolutely, yeah. So that put a, a stop to her nursing career, but she had a busy life nursing 13 of us after that. 
<laughs> that would fill anyone's days, wouldn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, well, obviously, that happened, but we never, I mean, we never thought about hard times, you know. Yeah. We had a happy family home, good mum and dad, and he, he, was, he always had good work with DSP, like, you know, most of his life, like, you know. So we were lucky. I'm sure Monday is going to be absolutely fantastic. Hopefully there's enough cake to go around for however many of you are here. <laughs> I'm sure. They better all bring their own. <laughs> A hundred years. And a very happy birthday to Sarah Ryan, who uh, sounds like she can't quite believe that she's turning 100 today. Uh, but a very happy birthday to you and I uh, hope you and uh, all your family really, really enjoy it. And thanks to Declan, John Joe and uh, Kathleen and everyone else uh, for having a chat.